Transcending the Veil. Welcome back, Nils. Yeah, hello again. Hey. So, first of all, what are magic mushrooms? The the word really covers the mushrooms that have the chemical compound psilocybin inside. Yeah. Why do you think it's called a magic mushroom? I never looked into this topic, so I don't actually know. But now I think that it is referred to because it can do magic things with you in a psychedelic state. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think they're called magic mushrooms, because they can work with you. Yeah. Do you want to share why you wanted a mushroom experience? Certainly. Uh, for me, it, it links back to my ayahuasca experience, because I had a clear intention to take ayahuasca and why I wanted to do this. And after that experience, I understood, right, I achieved what I wanted to achieve. But it opened the door to me to the world of psychedelics, to the world of plant medicine. So only since I've done ayahuasca, I generally looked into the topic of psychedelics. I started to listen to podcasts that deal with this topic of psychedelics. Uh, I was watching documentaries about psychedelics, about magic mushrooms. And obviously I got curious and I thought, right, if there are so many different psychedelics or so many different plant medicines, I understand they all are slightly different, how they affect you, how they work with you. And I wanted to understand, right, what are the other options that are available? The other work that I can do with in me with these plant medicines. Uh, I understood that magic mushrooms are totally different to a DMT experience, which is referred to the also the ayahuasca experience in a sense. Um, so I thought, right, I have this year available for me to experience myself and, and life and things. So I also would like to try magic mushrooms. And that is that has occurred recently. Yeah. What were your expectations going into that experience? Right. <clears throat> I clearly had expectations of seeing visuals because that, that is something that was introduced to me due to ayahuasca. So I had an expectation of seeing visuals. I think what is funny is that ayahuasca is also, the spirit of ayahuasca is referred to as Pachamama. It is referred to as a as a grandmother, as, as a female spirit, which I'm not 100% comfortable with, but I understand where it's coming from, from the feeling of how the spirit interacts with you. And other medicines are referred to differently. So I got to understand, right, this uh, magic mushroom is different, but I understood for myself it's going to be visual as well. So I was looking out for visuals, um, but I also was open to see how it actually works with you. Um, I didn't have the expectation that it's going to be as deep as my ayahuasca experience, because I understood ayahuasca is a very specific plant medicine for a very specific type of work you can do with yourself. 
um, whereas other psychedelics are not. They, they work in a different way. So I, I was opening to experiencing something different, but also in a visual way. That was my, at least without knowing much, how I expected things to happen. So you chose a certain way of experiencing experiencing these mushrooms. Um, most people might have been introduced to mushrooms when they are partying and going for raves or something like that, where it's commonly perhaps used uh, as a recreational substance. Uh, but you chose another another direction. When uh, you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, I think there's also an interesting aspect because my approach is not, as you said, raves or uh, through, I don't know, music weekends um, and taking uh, substances. That is, I'm absolutely not in touch with this, uh, with this um, thing that is happening in our society. For me, the underlying intention really is to write, and I understood there is plant medicine available, underlying the word medicine. Um, I want to develop myself. I want to develop my, well, really transcend my myself, uh, work on my personality. So I want to use these sacred plant medicines to really work with do inner work with me. So this really is the underlying intention. And I wanted to see what, what I can achieve with magic mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell a little bit about your experience? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, so again, we, we did it in a setting. It wasn't me alone. And I was in the beginning, what was interesting for me is that we started out in nature to really experience how nature interacts with you when, when you take mushrooms. And I was a bit annoyed with the situation with myself because I, even after one hour or one and a half hours, I did not perceive any visuals. So I was starting to be annoyed a bit with myself. I thought, right, I took a a healthy dose of mushrooms, which should have caused an effect, and it didn't. And after one and a half hours, I thought, right, it's maybe because we've been in nature and I'm very sensitive to temperature. So it was, let's say, a bit on the chilly side. So I think my body was producing a bit of adrenaline to keep warm and I was also a bit excited so I think my chemical composition within my body was not in a balanced state in that sense because my body was working with the cold and with a bit of anxiety what was going to happen so probably that that's why the the, the psilocybin didn't work directly with me that quickly um, <clears throat> when we were we already decided that we're going to do a bit of a walk and then come back home. So when we were on the way back home, I didn't see visuals, but because I was looking so much for visuals, um, but I was was more in 
getting into a mood of finding the entire situation very comical because I was expecting I wanted to experience something and didn't and so I, I found it so funny the situation and that I, I realized okay now they're kicking in because uh, they, they work differently they don't go via this at least with me in this experience not via the visual approach but via emotional approach uh, that was the stage when we got back home. Um, it was nice and warm inside. And when my body adjusted to the temperature and felt comfortable in the warmth, I could lie down on the bed and then visuals appeared. The visuals, this is interesting now, is they're not as spacey as DMT visuals. They are more yeah, you could say a bit more earth-based, a bit more natural in a sense. I thought, all right, okay, now the starting is very nice. I, I only had the intention, right, I want to do inner work, but I didn't have sort of a specific question I wanted to answer. So I thought, right, I'm going to see where the mushroom is taking me. I understood, interestingly, the spirit of the mushroom. It is a very funny little thing that I really joke with you is very is very pleasant to have that experience and after the visuals kicked in then I also got into the state of creating music which we did a co-creation session of music which was very beautiful because similar to ayahuasca you were able to tap into sort of a multi-dimensioning state where I was started to, starting to play drums without, I've never played drums. I, I have a shamanic drum, which is a very specific drum for a specific, specific use case. But I never really played um, sort of musical drums. But in this state, I was learning an instrument and playing an instrument at the same time. So doing two things at the same time was absolutely beautiful and it worked. And that was the stage where I thought, right, um, I'm not spaced out. I'm very present. I'm tapping into this creative state. I want more of this. This is really what I want to do. I really enjoyed myself. So I actually took more mushrooms. Cause, um, and this is where intuition really kicks in. Because I had the feeling of, right, I, I can cope with more. And I want to prolong also this creative state because I also was feeling that I was also going out of this state again. So I think worth mentioning is that with these experiences, they are not constant. They're always different, but they also come in waves, right? You have different phases in these experiences. Um, and I think my intention, why I took more, is I really wanted to experience what is possible with psilocybin. And that later got me into a different phase where I went into a fractal space, which is, it was scary at the time. What was scary about it? Because life didn't make sense anymore. Not in, not in the sense that, uh, you know, life, sorry, when I say life didn't make sense anymore, Human in life. the sense that I question life and I don't want to live anymore. But um, when, when you approach it with, I want to understand this, 
you couldn't understand it. It didn't make sense why I was an entity living in a family with other entities, so to speak. Um, I, I didn't quite understand why we have this duality in this world. And then I tried to approach this world with a tri-state of <laughs> not only duality, but more compounds that didn't make sense. And then I was caught in a loop of a fractal, things that happen again and again. Um, closing my eyes, opening my eyes, nothing made a difference. Um, I knew that is going to end, but I, I was caught in that loop. And that, that was pretty scary at the time. And then it, it died off. Then, you know, it takes hours and hours to get out of such a deep space and state where you sort of, you don't sleep, um, but you're listening to music. The impressions are quite a lot. You understand the music, you see the music, visuals appear to you according to the music. And really the bottom line after that experience, which probably was 14 hours long, a night without sleep. And in the next day I was still in that state, sort of it, it I really, really felt the, the medicine in my body still the plant medicine, but it still died, slowly faded away. I had the experience that I, in one or another sense, I have experienced death. Not in a physical form, but maybe in a mental form, and I have reborn. So in the end, I was actually very grateful to have had that experience, because it was sort of not a resetting of life, um, it is not similar to understanding my purpose in life, but I understand more minute details in my purpose of life. Because I had obviously a few questions of what I want to do with my job, how I want to live my life, um, where are my liberties in my life, what I should pursue and so on. So there were things that clarified and it was necessary to go this deep um, to have such a deep experience of a certain death, a mental death, and then reborn, being reborn out of that sort of. It's maybe the analogy I can draw is of this bird which goes into flame and... A phoenix. A phoenix, exactly. So that is, a phoenix is the literal sense of what I've went through. Um, so it is, in the end, absolutely not what I expected from this, from the outset. Yet I'm very thankful I've actually done it. And I think, in hindsight, this is probably because I was so anxious about it in the beginning, right before. Because for one or another sense, I, I, I knew that this is going to happen. So which always questions, does time exist? If I knew it before, it's, it was going to happen. Um, now it makes sense how I acted before that. Um, yeah, and uh, well, fair to mention is uh, psilocybin is often linked to microdosing. That is done in a much smaller um, amount, taken in a much smaller amount. So the effect is differently and we, we started out quite 
in a heroic dose. Um, but this is how we achieved the work that is kind of very beautiful, what we've achieved with this, or what I have achieved, achieved with my inner working. That was very good. Yeah. What else is on your mind about these mushrooms or the, the experience? Well, I understand that they are different than DMT. Huge respect for mushrooms. Um, and it is also something where I currently don't have the feeling right. I'm going to do this again. Because for me, it is the word sacred medicine is really applicable. It is something sacred that you can choose to do if the calling is right. But it is not there for you to and just enjoy sort of you know it is for me it feels wrong to to take them to just piss about and have a fantastic music sort of um, weekend with bands or something it's uh, I don't understand the approach of people taking substances for for a festival for some reason it doesn't resonate with me and it doesn't feel right because for me it is medicine to work with it is sacred medicine to work with and that is what you can achieve. And again, with ayahuasca, there might be a topic in my life when I need a medicine, and that is when I would take a mushroom again, or mushrooms. Um, but the calling, yeah, I've now achieved this another step of personal development. Very grateful for this. And it was the right time to do it. Do you think that that state um, of mind can be achieved in, in another way? Like we discussed meditation, um, using professional uh, psychological help and stuff like that. Yeah. What's your take on it? I think so. In a sense that my insight and learning from this experience is that life is all about creating and creating can be applied that word to many things whether it is a co-creation in music whether it is creating something such as we are doing this podcast which in the sense is a manifestation of our journey that we're on right now the spiritual journey uh, creation is a relationship between two people because they are creating together something and so how can you achieve that state that you are in through mushrooms I, I would say is when a, a musician or a band of musicians is playing together they're co-creating and they're really tapping into such a space of co-creation which is really the analogy this co-creation is my analogy to this mushroom experience so yes i would say you can achieve that state through different means such as music playing intuitively music tapping into this field that musicians create together of you know, one is playing one instrument, the other is playing another instrument. They, the instruments react to each other. They sort of, you know, 
have a discussion between instruments, talk to each other, one is asking a question, another instrument is replying, and this becomes, as we would say then, a song, maybe. So this really is, is co-creation. Um, I also see that maybe being possible in Buddhism, through states of meditation that other monks are also doing. Uh, this is totally different, but in a sense it is a creation process of inner creation. So this is also something I would see similar, or at least I would see an analogy there. So yes, I would say it's definitely possible to tap into this. But it's interesting that now, <clears throat> now I know or understand this co-creation process, that now I'm also capable of tapping into this without mushrooms. Um, so I've been shown that, that doorway, um, which now I'd like to explore a bit more, where I'd like to also have in the future creating that sort of sacred space of creating music with other people together, which is a very beautiful experience, which I was scared to do before. Now I've shown how to open the store for myself. Now I can do it without mushrooms, so I don't need them. They were basically, let's say, a key to a door that I knew this door existed and I wasn't able to go through it. Now I can go through this door because I have this key. And I don't need to use that key anymore, which is interesting. You transcended the veil. Exactly, in a very literal sense, yes. I transcended this specific veil. Yeah. yeah. There's something that uh, you've mentioned that I want to dive into, which is seeing music. Can you touch upon that a little bit? What was your experience with it? How does that work? Yeah, this for me is, again... Similar in ayahuasca and psilocybin, that you, when you're under this influence of plant medicine, you see visuals and the visuals refer to music. You are listening to music because quite often this, this space is combined with playing music. Sometimes psychedelic music, sometimes let's say rainforest recordings, natural sounds. And what is very interesting, you sometimes tap into the space of this music and you perceive correlating images and visual patterns to that music. And sometimes you even see the patterns a millisecond before you hear the music. And that is when you realize, right, I fully tapped into this music, I understand this music. And I'm fully in sync or linked up with this space that we have created. Um, for me, it is still a bit tricky to describe to someone who has not had this experience how to describe the visual patterns. For me, this is sort of a sacred knowledge between people who've done it. and They understand that there is something you see related to music which is very colorful, is very beautiful, and with psilocybin, very, very natural, very earthy, nature-based patterns, very beautiful. In front of your, your, well, inner third eye, but also open eye, you start to see things in your real world, patterns appearing out of, out of nature, which is very beautiful. 
I also wanted to ask you, Nils, about the, the details of the experience. Did you, for instance, meet the mushroom spirit or did you meet other entities that gave you advice or can you tell a little bit more yes. about that? So there is this topic of, yeah, let's just refer to them as entities. So we're talking about spirits and maybe even ETs. Um, I got to understand that some people perceive or have interactions with entities on these experiences. I, for myself, have to say, under ayahuasca nor psilocybin, I've not had any interactions or didn't perceive any entities. The only entities that I interacted with was under ayahuasca. I really felt the spirit of the plant of ayahuasca and with psilocybin when it started kicking in i really felt like the mushrooms are saying hi to me they're showing me their nature of being they're showing me how how they how funny they are how they approach life and how they're teaching me how to see it in this funny way and how they're joking around so so the spirit of of that plant was talking to me and i was perceiving it uh, in a way i was seeing it as well which was beautiful but i've not had any opening to other worldly beings as some people refer to and this is might be a bit disappointing on my part because i, I personally I'm, i'm very drawn to this topic of ets and i'd like to see them i, I had one or two experiences in my life where analytically I, i'm not 100 i saw something but still there are things i can't explain differently to myself so but i'm i'm very skeptical still i, I don't think I, i really had that experience as other people obviously had and i'm very comfortable believing them in their description um so i've not had that experience not even under plant medicine um But I feel like it wasn't right for me to have had these experiences because the topic of working with myself to do inner work was really the the dominant thing to do right now because I feel like with plant medicine they give you the topic to work with that is in line for you right now to work with which is a, a phenomenon that I've discovered in any type of healing work, right? When we, we, we can talk about aura healing, we can talk about Reiki healing, we can talk about shamanic healing, which is, or even like the TCM, the, the traditional Chinese medicine approach, where there are also, you know, energy healing approaches. Um, with any type of energy healing, you cannot really go to someone and say, right, I have this topic, we need to solve it now. And this is what we need to work on. In a sense, yes, you start with that topic, but maybe something else pops up. And it, that is very visual in, in aura healing, when, when you have the ability to perceive an aura and the different layers of an aura, maybe you perceive something else and say, right, this is actually the, the topic or that energy or that memory or that ancestral energy that, that needs to be dealt with right now. And the topic that you perceive as your in, in your life may, may not be the right one because it comes later. First, we need to deal with this topic. And this is how I now feel 
plant medicine works with you in a similar way where it gives you the topics that ne you need to deal with right now or that you're ready for, that you're now capable of dealing with. Because there are probably some topics you're not capable of dealing with straight away because you're not mentally, spiritually on, on, on that level, which is not a grading, but just, you know, there, there are certain topics in, for a certain time in, in your life. And that's how I feel like, right, plant medicine shows me what is now the right topic for me. And always, you know, after these two different occasions or two different experiences, I really felt like, right, I have done what needed to be done right now for my life. And it felt right. So in a sense, I'm disappointed because I obviously want to have this ETA experience um, in a nice way, but um, it probably it wasn't right for me yet. So no, I have not had interactions with ETs. Any reflections on, you mentioned um, living together with other entities called a family. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? What was your reflections on, on that human construct of a family? Not, I'm not really comfortable diving into this because there was this was shown to me while I was in this fractal space of where I tried to make sense of so many things and didn't understand and I, I can I can only draw an analogy to there's a concept shown in the movie called Inception where the protagonist for certain things wasn't sure whether he was in reality or was dreaming. And I was in that state. So it is actually a state that you can fortunately or unfortunately actually achieve, which is scary. Um, and there are so many things that I experienced and didn't get the right answers for me. In the sense, I, I died mentally as I now understood. Because, uh, yeah, it was, and I now understand fractals. I was in fractals visually with my body. Um, but now, afterwards, after that rebirth, it makes sense to me again why I went through this stage of sort of dissecting all of that. And now it is coming back together. Um, so, in the, in the end, I, I can't give you the answer to your question. I can only say that I went through a process of dissecting all of that back then, my knowledge of, of life and everything it is coming back together, re, reborn like, like the phoenix. And it is a process I went through. That is only what I can respond to this question. Don't you think, Nils, that, that at least based on the description of it, getting into that space and that while well, having the courage actually to look inside of yourself wouldn't you be able to do that in a more traditional therapy do you think or how do you think the mushrooms help you to achieve that well i have i stated before that i, I was under the belief that i can achieve understanding my purpose in life without plant medicine. In a sense, I still believe it is possible, but it is a different path that you would take. 
um, there are different aspects that plant medicine can show you, which is the clear understanding of the multidimensionality that we live in. You really can sort of jump into other dimensions. There are ways of doing that without plant medicine. There, there are books available that really teach you this, but it is a very is a very hard work to achieve it without medical help. Let's all plant medicine help. Um, I know of people that have achieved this, but it is very tough and intense work. They obviously don't perceive the visuals and for me, I believe that because I'm a very analytical minded and also a very visual person in the traditional sense, that this is a very nice tool for me to, through visuals and the ways the, the medicine works with you, to, to get this learning and knowledge inside me. So it feels like a bit, when, when we talk in with coaches and so on, that you always talk about a toolbox, right? That, that you get tools so that you have tools to work with in your mind and so on to help you with life. And I feel like plant medicine, in a sense, is also a tool for you that you can apply and work with so to get to this process of inner work. And did you feel... I'm interested in knowing how you felt in your body like how how did you feel that the mushrooms kicked in what what, what were the bodily sensations and were you for instance um, after feeling the medicine were you aware of the room temperature about you around you can you explain for people who have not tried it what to expect and the bodily sensations or how do you feel that it's coming on yeah it's right let, let's talk about a bit about ayahuasca again because for ayahuasca or specifically then dmt is you you get this brief high pitch noise in your ear that you know sort of is yeah this high pitch and then you know okay yeah it's there um, uh, also with ayahuasca, I get the sensation of, I, I would describe it as sort of a, a kind of a tingling, vibrating feeling running through your body is really when you feel right now, the cells are interacting with DMT now, sort of like a, a I would say a wide fluid running through your body. That's how I would describe the sensation, um, like wide noise running through your body a bit. Um, you, under ayahuasca, I feel most of the time a bit cold, so I need to put on warm clothes, um, like a blanket, a nice thick jumper. It, because you always go through different stages, then there are stages where you feel really hot and need to take it off. Um, with psilocybin, it is not that drastic for me. Um, I feel like 
similar to ayahuasca that you feel a bit more on the tired side that you you start yawning and you feel all right this is not natural well it is natural yawning but it is not due to your natural state of i'm tired it seems to be induced due to psilocybin um, so yawning is an aspect then you feel okay now it starts to work in your body um, I, I had interestingly I was fully capable of doing controlling my body but then there was a phase where I, I really needed to lie down um, it's not that I was fading or fainting um, but I, I just had the sensation right I, I need to lie down um, later on I could I, I sort of had the mental decision right why am I lying down I can stand up so I was able to stand up again um, it is very funny um, that that is certainly a sensation that is specific to psilocybin I would say or at least my experience other than that I don't recall anything out of the ordinary what I also wanted to ask you is the integration part of this. How do you integrate such an experience? Is it similar to the ayahuasca experience where you said that integration and talking to other people that's, that have had the same experience is crucial because you get an understanding that it's a shared experience and it's it's similar in a way but different, but at least it's the same uh, feeling is the same kind of experience uh, could be life-changing experience but the integration part is crucial in in any use of these psychedelics and, and plant medicines what is your take on it no i think you, you essentially covered it already so yes i i would only like to underline that there are these i think we there are probably three components we talked about right there's the realization that you're ready to do this inner work, to to take this type of plant medicine to do this inner work. Uh, the other part is you need to have a safe set and setting to do it. It needs to resonate with you and then it probably is also right. And then it is the time afterwards, which then you, you first of all, you need to take your time to really sort of digest your learnings you need to think about how to integrate it and then you need to act upon it and actually integrate it into your daily life and if you manage to achieve the last part which probably is sort of the pinnacle the golden thing really so it is not only the the actual experience of the mushroom but it is the integration part afterwards and if you managed or once you manage to integrate that learning then you really have managed the entire experience uh, and from only two experiences with two different plant medicines i would say those are the key stages that apply to all of these medicines because the the end goal is really to act upon your learning and if you manage to achieve that then i can only congratulate any person that achieves that because that essentially is the goal how how would you, if you were to recommend this kind of personal development to others, how would you have them build up their courage to do this? That's funny because I would never recommend this 
out of the blue to anyone. It is this situation that develops that you obviously talk to people about personal development, personal growth, and people take different approaches to that. You know, there, there are things like, like a vision quest you can do. There are things like Buddhism. There are things like yoga. There are things like meditation. And this feels like there are so many like different tools for us available to achieve something similar. Some people need this type of medicine because they might be not stuck but cannot get over a certain doorstep and that helps them to get over an obstacle. So if you, because you converse with people that are on this path and you feel that, all right, they are, I know that they are stuck in a situation that I've been in, you could give him a hint that there are tools available such as plant medicine to overcome this but there are also different ways to do it and then you need to really tap into that person understand what is the right thing to do and try to advise right maybe for you it is a certain yoga practice right maybe you want to look into an ashram in india um, maybe a silent retreat but it's different for every person so i in the bottom line i wouldn't directly recommend it to anyone it is it is sort of a process of understanding in a person. And maybe it leads one person to this medicine, and maybe not, but it is not universal. However, what is very interesting is, you know, there are some by now famous people in this world that really promote psychedelics um, because they really work with them a lot. And they put out phrases like, right, everyone in this world should do DMT or psychedelic ones to have this experience. And yeah, you understand where, where this is coming from because it is such a profound experience that you can have. But people also need to be ready to have this experience because it is a lot. It is deep. It is a lot. So you need to be ready to do this step in your life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is very profound. It can be life-changing for some people. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, people also talk about bad trips. Yes. Um, oh, this is maybe, yeah, we can touch on this topic of a bad trip. Because when, when you do these plant medicines in, in a group, then you obviously notice that other people have different experiences. Some have deep experience, horrible experiences. Uh, it seems to be the, the obstacle that they need to work on in their life. Um, I, so far, I would still say I had mainly pleasant pleasant experiences, even though sometimes I went really deep into a scary place. But I never had sort of a, a, a totally bad experience. In the end, it was always very beautiful. Um, so it really depends on on the person, what they're dealing with in their life what their life experience is because there are a lot of sort of topics from your childhood coming up that really are worked on in, in a totally different dimension but this is kind of the thing that that really that shit is coming up that is worked on and why it is sometimes very yeah very deep horrible scary um, because there are some really fundamental drastic topics that are coming up for people that they need to work on uh, so yes, so people have bad experiences. Um, 
and it also is probably a topic of i i start to have the feeling that this happens to people that are too scared to work with themselves because this medicine really pushes you into topics that need to be worked on in your life um, and also what i may need to mention is that before i started to have my first psychedelic experience i i've seen so many other people from um, from energy healers tcm um, i was looking into healthy eating i was looking into my body i was looking into energies in my body and i did so much healing from shamanic healing ancestral healing um, yeah all of these types so i believe that or i now believe that all of the other healings or energy healings i did and physical healings i did over the past i would say three years now were all in preparation to be ready to take psychedelics because if i've not had these types of healings these topics were coming up or mm. would have come up during a psychedelic session and that would have been probably scary because they are all recently i've worked on a lot of sort of traumas from my childhood and since i've sort of dealt with them already i'm i'm now more more free to work on the other topics that are still on on my path which is kind of beautiful and i think that's why i had more pleasant experience than other people and interestingly i i knew that it, you can have a horrible experience but I was never scared of that because I didn't expect that and yeah that's became true that I didn't have a horrible trip in that sense. I I have experienced people having a bad trip um where what they are experiencing is not their own energy. So in a group setting ayahuasca or other psychedelic some people pick up other people's energy and they they do the healing of that other person but that person having that issue is not aware of it so the group energy the group consciousness takes care of the healing together and this is this is a really good point i think working together as a group and healing each other that way it's it's like a community service in a way um so what is it what a bad trip for me is either i can sense it is my own stuff that i'm dealing with or i get a certain feeling that this is not mine but i can get rid of it yeah it's a very interesting topic you touch on i think we we really need to explore it this a bit more is well for one part i they had i had a, a tiny fear of starting with psychedelics because i am i think the english term is that i'm highly sensitive is is that a right phrase i think where i have this ability of in my normal state perceiving energies of other people so i cannot or in the past i couldn't judge whether an emotion is actually mine or i pick up an emotion of another person 
it is obviously very nice when when there are happy people around you in a good mental state but when you have or when i have people around me that are let's say psychologically challenged that i have some deep topics in them i pick that up and i get the emotion as well and they're not mine it took me a very long time to understand this and only recently um, a, a doctor made me aware of essentially this ability that I have, the, the high sensitivity towards this. And since I'm aware of this, I, I can deal with this and I can, I can start to tune into, all right, this is actually not me, this is someone else, but I, I have this ability to tap into this energy. So knowing this, I was a bit worried that in a group setting that I can pick up the other energies. But in the sense, interestingly, it, it didn't happen. And this is what you now ex described as well, which I would like to draw an analogy to <clears throat> any type of energy healing, again, like shamanic healing, because that is quite often done in a group as well. And even though Sometimes you heal a person due to shamanic practices. But even though you only heal that one person that has this specific topic, due to that sacred realm you create in the shamanic working, every one part of that realm perceives healing. And this is the analogy really to psychedelics I like to draw on. You, you just touched on as well is that right? you have this group of people in the sacred space doing psychedelics and it is a working together and everyone perceives that healing and that was a very interesting experience I had is when for, for ayahuasca that I really was feeling right this person over there works on their topic but in a sense that person is part of me and I'm part of that person and we in a sense work all together on these topics and that was a very fascinating understanding so I was able to have my perception and my inner working but I had the strong feeling we all work together and we didn't need to talk about it but afterwards there's a sharing and you were all talking and you had the feeling right we are all we are all one we're all one family uh, and that is very beautiful and then you feel yeah right there's sort of this communal energy healing happening and it really works in that way yeah Anything else you want to share about your mushroom experience? I think we have covered everything for mushrooms, how they are. At least we try to explain it. <laughs> uh, it's probably more easier to understand for people who have done mushrooms or any type of psychedelics. Um, I think the important thing really is to mention that yeah it is not only about taking them but the preparation and the integration afterwards that is really the important part so it applies generally to this type of working um, and it is a very interesting field that is becoming available in the western world i feel like it is a topic a bit more well discussed in the u.s I believe it is more widespread there and you see a lot of people are getting famous by looking into this topic and promoting this topic in in let's say the european western world um i i now perceive that certain institutes start to work with them for microdosing for mm. specific treatments 
So it is slowly sort of the wave is coming over to Europe. Um, and I think it is a very exciting time because it, it opens possibility for, for the Western world, which is sort of lying dormant in, in sort of the, the tribes and they've used it for many years. And now it is a medicine becoming available for us. So I would only say it is exciting. It is not for anyone to straight jump into it. It's, um, so it needs to get slowly introduced into the Western world, which is happening right now for the past years. Yeah. We see in the US that certain states have legalized um, psilocybin mushrooms. Uh, how that exactly works, I don't, I'm not sure, but at least it opens up a new field of research that was closed down in the 60s on the beginning of the 70s. Uh, so I see that as a very positive approach, uh, a very positive thing that scientists can start working with it again, exploring the therapeutical use of that kind of uh, sacred medicine. I know a hospital in Denmark that is working with... Um, cancer patients and they use psilocybin to help with that anxiety of dying and that is that is fantastic i know that research is going on also in england and uh, still the legal status uh, is um, yeah well it, it is not legal to to possess or consume so you have to travel to other countries where it is legal to use and and um, grow essentially yeah I think what what we can mention I think it goes without saying is right um, there's this legal status but um, you can get it right um, without going into details it is possible but what I think is very interesting to observe is right we We have increasing court cases on, on these topics and in some areas they are early on legalizing them as you just mentioned but there is uh, more and more movement in this field of groups forming of trying to push, push a bill through to legalize it. There are starting to be exceptions at medical institutes to do research on them again, which has been shut down mainly by the US and propaganda in the, in the 60s. But it's now opening up again. So it really shows that, right, this topic is a seed planted in human consciousness and it is working with the human consciousness and the general perception. And we, we cannot expect, right, that, okay, tomorrow everyone is waking up and it's going to be legalized everywhere. No, it's not going to happen, but you definitely see that we are with the human consciousness in this process of making it available in a safe and legal manner for everyone. Um, but I think it's also right and it's a good that it's going to take time. It, it cannot be because otherwise then people would just jump on it and that is not right. Um, so the way it is being legalized, I think is the right way. Um, So, and some people are a bit early into the game and some people are later and that's all fine for them. I think that's, that's okay. That's good. Yeah. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Nils, for sharing your experience about the psilocybin mushrooms. Certainly. Wow.